Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. We of course are following the story. The EFF has brought a motion to sever diplomatic ties with Israel until recently we thought and uh, we still think perhaps the ANC is going to support it but we don't really know finally what they're going to do in the interim we see that Israel has recalled its ambassador for consultation what is really going on here Rowan Pollivan is the national chairman of the South African Zionist Federation a very good morning thanks for joining us Good morning, Howard. Thanks for having me. So these are obviously very, very challenging times and uh, lots of moving parts. What is the latest as far as you understand it? Howard, so the, as you mentioned, uh, the Israel has temporarily recalled uh, the Israeli ambassador to South Africa for consultations, which is diplomatic talk, essentially, mm-hmm. uh, which basically is a preemptive measure before this uh, proposed uh, vote today. That was going to, and it may still take place this afternoon. Uh, what is uh, we've heard has been happening behind the scenes is there's been so-called negotiations between the ANC and the EFF in terms of the actual wording of this resolution, and uh, we'll only probably have sight of it a bit later. But uh, as as you can tell, it's a very unfortunate set of events when this is happening, and that the incendiary rhetoric of the ANC government has had this impact where Israel has had to take this move. So is it likely that we are going to see a severing of ties or a suspension of uh, of ties? So, Howard, uh, although Parliament has oversight on the executive, it does not have jurisdiction. So these motions are, as they say, politically persuasive, but they're not necessarily binding. Ah. However, in saying that, it puts enormous pressure on the South African government once there is actually a resolution in Parliament. Uh, so we are, we'll have to wait and see what will happen. We saw that Minister Nelly Pandor actually said yesterday that uh, it's unlikely uh, that South Africa would end up closing Israel's embassy. Mm. Um, but uh, obviously we will have to wait and see what actually will happen on the ground. So, so can you just explain that to me? So this, I thought this is parliament. Is this not? This is, this, what, what happens today? Let's just say the vote, um, is to, to, uh, sever ties. A worst case scenario, it's a vote to sever ties. Then who has the job of, uh, deciding what to do practically? So, Howard, yes, so Parliament, uh, they can make a resolution which is uh, it's symbolic, and, but it's not legally binding. But even though it's not legally binding, it has a lot of persuasion and sure. effect on mm-hmm. the government. The government then needs to decide, the executive then needs to decide on actually taking a move. So, and and the, uh, there have been many cases when the government decides not to follow this. Um, and the, there's obviously attempts now to reword the, the resolution to make inverted commas to maybe make it more moderate. And obviously that's in inverted commas because mm, what, mm, what they mm. regard as moderate, we still regard as extreme. But uh, we probably um, we've seen various different sort of wording and rhetoric out of the government. And uh, they are. It's interesting that Durko, uh, as you know, as as they have been. They still see uh, the need to keep uh, ties because it also affects South Africa's diplomats in Ramallah and has, uh, it has an impact for South Africa and has significant consequences for this country. Uh, it has consequences for Jews and Christians. It has consequences for 
the economic relations of this country and so on. I think uh, some elements, some more rational elements in the government may understand the consequences, and the more extremist elements are clearly pushing for this to go ahead. Right. And uh, in terms of the – has there been any practical talks between – Durko and uh, the Israeli embassy in South Africa, or has there been, from what you understand, a stony silence? We know they didn't reach out to them after Israeli citizens were murdered, after Israel was attacked, hostages were taken. Uh, we know that there was no measure of um, outreach or, or kindness that flowed from the South African government. Has anything improved since then? So, Howard, absolutely nothing has improved. There's been an absolute refusal, as far as we understand, from the Durko or the South African government to even engage at all with Israel. You would expect a government to have some level of engagement with its uh, diplomats from other countries. Uh, in this case, the discriminatory position of Durko and the government means that they engage with every country, the most hostile countries in the world, but they do not engage with Israel. Uh, and uh, it goes without saying that the South Africa's role has no impact on the situation on the ground. It certainly has no role in establishing peace. It, South Africa has completely removed itself from having any role. But all we hear is this rhetoric, this inflammatory behavior, and this posturing, which, uh, in fact, you know, is just all, all it achieves is isolate South Africa. It has absolutely no impact on Israel. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it will, that is, uh, it's gonna have obviously much more of an impact on South Africa and particularly the South African Jewish community. What are the practical ramifications should that, and, and, uh, I just want to caution listeners, I don't believe that it's ultimately going to happen. Maybe I am naive, uh, but I, I that, that is just my sense of how I am reading the situation. Uh, hopefully I am correct in, in that, but let's, let's, uh, say that the very worst does happen. What does it mean practically for South Africans? Yeah, so Howard, I agree with you. We truly hope it does not happen. But if it does happen, it has a huge impact on Jews in this country and Christians and any other person with any kind of spiritual and religious ties because Israel is a unique country. Israel is the Holy Land. Israel has significant uh, importance for our community. We have connections there. We have family there. Uh, it's our religious home. Uh, we, we travel there. And now if we actually find ourselves almost disconnected from, uh, from the Holy Land, from our beloved state of Israel, and we find, we might, may find ourselves in a position where, uh, you go there, you don't have consular assistance. You go there to travel. There's, there's no assistance from any kind of, uh, South African embassy on the ground. Uh, it just makes us feel increasingly isolated. And as you correctly say, we, we truly hope this does not actually happen. But it also impacts South Africa. It impacts our standing with the United States, uh, the economic relations, the trade agreements that have been discussed with the United States. That could come under threat. The international reputation of South Africa, uh, even though this whole conflict and all the rhetoric and inflam inflammatory language we've heard Bolivia is the only country in the world, and like, you know, does South Africa want to distinguish itself alongside Bolivia for ex expelling the Israeli ambassador? Even the Arab countries, they have withdrawn uh, their ambassadors, but they have not expelled uh, the Israeli ambassador. They still have those that have relations with Israel continue to have. So South Africa wishes to be more holy than the Pope uh, in isolating itself from this issue and taking a position that does not reflect well even in the Middle East. Mm, mm. What happens with El Al? 
That's a good question. Of course, we're working extremely hard to ensure that uh, Elal uh, operates. Elal is incredibly important to us, incredibly important to this community to ensure the flights continue. Mm-hmm. We're doing everything we possibly can to make sure that happens, and we, we pray that uh, the connection and those flights continue into the future. All right. And uh, so do we think that this vote is going to take place today, uh, or is it likely to see another delay? As far as we can tell, it still is likely to happen today. There were furious negotiations, uh, as far as we understand, yesterday between the ANC and the EFF. The EFF's uh, position is even more extreme than the ANC, if you can believe that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the ANC was trying to walk that back or make it slightly more moderate because uh, the people would have to vote, and it would be highly embarrassing if the ANC members uh, obviously did not vote. So we don't have the final text. It has not been released, but we still believe that there will be a vote this afternoon. We're obviously following it very closely. And uh, that is where we leave it. I'd love your thoughts on that. Uh, That was Rowan Pollivan. He is the national chairman of the South African Zionist Federation. I don't know how he landed this job at these difficult times. Uh, Not that I think that they're ever particularly easy times, but this one is more challenging for sure than most.